part two chapter eleven of martin schule by romer wilson this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part two leipzig chapter eleven it was january ella von rosenthal sat beside martin in a box at the opera she was not listening to the music nor was he he was dreaming as he always did when he heard music about something totally different steinbach sat at the back of the box and watched him ella was pleased to be at the theatre with martin though she hardly knew him steinbach had not succeeded so far in making him her friend she was thinking what thoughts he must be having when he sat in the darkness like that alone with himself she wondered what it would be like to kiss him she had only kissed bernard christian steinbach amongst men but he was an ancient friend she felt quite cold when she went mentally through the experience of kissing martin what hundreds of men women kiss in their imagination she said to herself the thought was quite pure after all kisses can be as chaste as roses and lilies she wondered what it would be like to kiss him because she wanted to know what he was like not to discover what she herself felt she next wondered how he would treat a wife or a mistress and decided that he would treat a wife badly and a mistress well for a short time and cruelly later preserve me from ever being his wife she thought she looked at steinbach it excited her sense of humour to see him sitting at the back of the box like the keeper of a lunatic she thought he had a bee in his bonnet she thought him very good to let martin spend his money she thought him very silly to try and chain such an elemental being to his will martin came to her without a past as so many of our friends do like a mushroom all she knew of him was his poverty of croesus which had caused a considerable sensation amongst leipzig critics he seemed a mature person full of self-command and ability she tried to grasp the fact that steinbach wanted to make him write a light opera it seemed to her incongruous it seemed as if her ancient friend was making a mistake she felt herself siding against him for years their indefinite feeling of friendship had not experienced anything so strong they had supposed in their gentle comradeship that one day they would marry one another she had called him her little fat husband in fun several times they were to marry they thought at the end of his conscription and again after his university course but nothing had taken place she wore a black velvet gown that evening and a hat with ostrich feathers and looked what we should now call old for twenty-six but at the beginning of this century people looked women long before their girlhood was properly over she was very good-looking some of her friends called her american she was like a high-class german who has emigrated to america and returned people sent her postcards of young women drawn by dana gibson and certainly with her fine eyes her oval face and beautiful hair rolled up a la pompadour in front and tied into a large queue with a black ribbon in the nape of her neck she closely resembled their general outline but her mouth with its definite curves betrayed her nationality she had also a beautiful dimple in one cheek and when she smiled she showed white regular teeth and everybody thought she was very handsome martin deigned to admire her but she seemed so cold and statuesque that he made no effort to approach her he lolled back behind the ridiculous side curtains of the box with their ridiculous fringes of little balls and surveyed steinbach and hella she put up her fan and talked to bernard behind it she referred to a joke of his about not being able to manage martin 
unless he were going through a crisis or an emotion music was supposed to produce the former a crisis or an emotion she whispered looking behind her fan towards martin i'll hire a beastly piano player and work my feet off answered steinbach why don't you sing to him i he has not asked me ask him i don't know said hella why should we squeeze operas out of the poor young man i want him don't you understand to be famous i do not believe he has grand opera in him he has the other sort why he has half written one i cannot make him finish it are you fond of him said hella oh yes i am fascinated to tell you the truth i am fascinated to see what he can be made to do i think you are horrible who is horrible said martin who had been trying to catch the conversation he leaned forward bernard is said hella why hella laughed softly oh oh she said i simply cannot tell you that is forbidden to betray a friend martin lolled back again behind the curtain and screwed up his eyes fräulein von rosenthal he said all i can see of you is an obscure whiteness with diamond flashes upon it all i can see of bernard is a shirt-front and a pair of rimless pince-nez and those spectral fragments i tell myself are my friends and yet against me quite so said steinbach from the back of the box and smiled i see teeth now the teeth of the devourer hella laughed you are absurd herr von schuler i am serious perhaps you two spectres can enlighten me in this darkness i can speak frankly tell me oracles what does my lord and master select that i shall do for him why am i in leipzig what is the price of my liberty shade of man and woman are ye an expression of the devil why tempt ye me it is all too easy for me to follow i wish to excel everything and all you wish me to be easily brilliant i have sold my soul to a rich man i try to evade his persuasiveness he brings me a woman to tempt me i do not wish to be clever in your way give me a chance he spoke in a low quiet voice steinbach leaned towards him so that he could have touched him with his hand and said also give me a chance the chances are all yours said martin he turned to hella will you give me a chance your future husband is obdurate i dare not interfere she said with a smile and looked the other way martin looked at steinbach if i could only make out what destiny you have for me he said none none said steinbach i want you to see what ability you have i want you to see yourself give me my chance you are welcome to discard me afterwards but you will not discard me i have studied you for almost a year i know your abilities better than you imagine also your temperament finish me the coquettes you will thank me when you get the net profits this is an odd moment to talk business you are an odd man half the business of the world is done in odd moments the light went up for the interval and steinbach rose his time was up for that day probably for a long period you could not badger a man like martin he managed to whisper to hella as he went out ask him to supper with us at your house and sing to him sing to him when he had gone hella started a conversation don't you think she said leaning her beautiful arm along the edge of the box and looking over don't you think people are too isolated nowadays each within himself i certainly feel isolated said martin look over the edge of the box she went on at that pink creature and that blue creature and all the other creatures do they look to have one single sympathy i do not know said martin i cannot imagine myself partitioned amongst many 
no said hella we shall cast lots for you oh that will be very charming you will tell me who wins oh we shall not tell you but the stakes will be enormous what sort of stakes hella smiled sweetly with her eyes and mouth at him oh i do not know she said piano players reputations peace of mind self-esteem and all sorts of things you see you are something to have and to hold you are flattering me will you come to supper with us said hella suddenly i shall be delighted said martin but he nearly yawned as they left the opera house hella said to steinbach he is coming i am doing this to amuse myself but how it will amuse me i cannot see and then she laughed i am not in your power too am i steinbach smiled just so you are part of the game she put her hand on his arm and shook her head with a frown no no she said you are too young to have a sensible woman in your power i will do this to oblige you i do not want a midnight name you must remember i live alone this will not make you a cocotte said steinbach he smiled again any one can have supper with a man this twentieth century i look upon you as my protector said hella joking how you throw away my reputation when a man wants anything every sacrifice must be made steinbach frowned if i could not trust him with a sane woman he said would i send him to you it will not be a success said hella bring him on wednesday martin had gone to look for a taxicab what a long time that man is with the cab she went on don't bring him to-night say i have a headache really dearest friend i only want myself and you if you will come oh darling hella steinbach answered you ought not to fail your old friend i wish we were married said hella with a sigh we will be when the coquettes is produced i believe you have somebody else in your eye no i have nobody else in my eye here's schuler you look like husband and wife from the street said martin as he came up they laughed i have known this creature from childhood said hella affectionately and i this creature said steinbach taking her hand leave me alone and get married said martin cheerfully they went down the steps and got into the cab hella got in first martin second and steinbach who held the door made a feint cried all right to the driver and was left standing on the pavement as the taxi buzzed away hello said martin leaning out of the window where is he going i do not know said hella i am trapped martin ejaculated as he sank back on the seat we are trapped said she it is impossible to escape that man said martin half seriously one day i shall shoot him yes said hella he has a curious capacity for making people do what he wants martin was talking to hella and eating sandwiches since i came to leipzig he said i have changed paris made me stop being a foolish youth but leipzig oh my god i have moods here i find that my temper is bad and i become depressed most terribly depressed i have long periods when i fail to know myself i fail to recognize my actions before there never appeared to be more than one way and how do i now decide it is all luck whichever i like best at the moment i do i am insecure i wander there is nothing to prevent me from doing any mad thing i step i take another step but whether north or south i cannot tell it is change of place said hella she was seated on a sofa before an open fire he was standing beside the mantelpiece sticking his first finger into the crevices of an elaborate china group he went on i was so sure when i was young without thinking a few years ago i seduced a respectable girl 
hella's eyes intensified i stole a manuscript from under the dead body of a man a man called werner yes said hella the ways of water fellow i thought well of that man continued martin he was curious a dream not real it was a queer life in those days he was my very good friend how dim the past is i remember clearly though some of his unpalatable remarks to me he did not praise me i remember how happy i was to receive my patrimony it wiped away any sorrow i had for my father i longed to be at home now my sister berta was charming now she is a hausfrau of course they were not your kind of folk we are quite common people it is all vanished away like steam i can never recall to you except in music the charm of those past days have you been to heidelberg the beautiful woods and rivers surely i think to myself as i recollect them paris and helen dwelt here i have had no home for three years said hella i am independent i live alone i am sorry you are unhappy i am not exactly unhappy said martin sitting down with a sigh he adjusted the crease in his trousers and then hid his face in his hands bernard told me to sing to you said hella damn bernard he cried suddenly crossing his legs and folding his arms across his breast you are the only human being i have met for weeks are we human that is the point cried martin violently changing his position again who is human what is real what is false what are dreams i am twenty-six said hella without any reason but an intricate chain of thoughts i am nearly twenty-five answered martin bernard and i have been friends she said for years he is so rational and gentle he is so sane in his judgment so human i cannot get familiar or at all at ease with him said martin standing up again i am so pleased i have met you i have a friend in leipzig ah leipzig now thou art more to me than a mere pile of bricks please come and see me whenever you like said hella if you like me to-morrow if i am human i have never met so clever a woman martin bowed one so human and may i say it so much my equal oh said hella laughing i can say the same of you we are two genuine and private beings yes said martin and you in public are a musical genius and i uh martin interrupted a very beautiful woman hella made eyes at him good-night martin schuler we shall meet again assuredly many many times allow me the privilege of a friend he kissed her hand and looking up with a smile said hella next time perhaps you will sing one of my songs to me before she had answered he had kissed her cheek and gone out of the door a most delicious feeling came to her happiness suffused her mind and body she half shut her eyes as she stood bathed in delight suddenly she laughed girlishly and went to the mantelpiece to get a cigarette but when she found herself standing just where he had stood she hid her face in her hands and said aloud oh i am happy i am happy martin 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 End of part two, chapter eleven, recording by expatriate in Bangor, Maine.